Before we even play this speech from uh, President Zelensky, I think it's important to emphasize that, that he did speak directly to members of Congress himself, not through an interpreter, uh, which I'm going to play the full presentation that was that was done at the U.S. Congress with Nancy Pelosi. Uh, looking like she's had a few early morning ones, uh, you know, when she when she when she introduced him, uh, she certainly uh, you know was was calling on her own members to uh, uh, you know slab of Ukraine. I don't know if she was trying to enslave Ukraine or or trying to save Ukraine or talk about. Uh, you know the, the greatness of the people of Ukraine, who are who are you know glory to the heroes of Ukraine, as as their expression is. But at this point in time, I want you to listen to President Zelensky uh, as he is speaking in English, and you know he, English is not his first language. So you know listen to what he says after a presentation of a of a video that has closed the sky over Ukraine. And we're gonna, you're going to be able to hear the audio of that later on. Um, and I'm going to put a link in to where you can watch the video itself so you can see the whole thing. But uh, primarily, let us uh, listen to him in English as he appeals directly to the American people. And not just the politicians, but the American people and what all this means. Here is uh, Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. Being the leader of the world, being the leader of the world, 
means to be the leader of peace. Thank you. Slava Ukraine. Glory to Ukraine. Before we even play the speech from uh, President Zelensky, I think it's important to emphasize that, that he did speak directly to members of Congress himself, not through an interpreter, uh, which I'm going to play the full presentation that was that was done at the U.S. Congress with Nancy Pelosi. Uh, looking like she's had a few early morning ones, uh, you know, when she when she when she introduced him, uh, she certainly uh, you know was was calling on her own members to uh, uh, you know Slava Ukraine. I don't know if she was trying to enslave Ukraine or or trying to save Ukraine or talk about. Uh, you know, the, the greatness of the people of Ukraine who are, who are you know, glory to the heroes of Ukraine, as, as their expression is. But at this point in time, I want you to listen to President Zelensky uh, as he is speaking in English. And, you know, he, English is not his first language. So, you know, listen to what he says after a presentation of a, of a video that has closed the sky over Ukraine. And we're gonna, you're going to be able to hear the audio of that later on. Um, and I'm going to put a link in to where you can watch the video itself so you can see the whole thing. But uh, primarily, let us uh, listen to him in English as he appeals directly to the American people. And not just the politicians, but the American people and what all this means. Here is uh, Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. heard the applause of the members of the United States Congress, that of course was the reception. Mr. Zelensky's speech came forward. He called on President Biden and Americans, American leaders, to be indeed leaders of the free world, to come up and stand up and close the sky over Ukraine, to take the gutsy, risky move of possibly earning the ire of major power in the world, Russia. Russia is no longer a superpower. Its subjugation of Ukraine, or attempted subjugation, has proven itself to be less than what it once was during past uprisings when the Soviet Union still existed, and Eastern European countries, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, Poland, and others, uh, rose up against their Soviet overrulers. It was usually a week or two before the Soviets were able to suppress whatever uprising there was. But there was, of course, a huge difference at that time. First of all, it was a totalitarian communist system. Russia is essentially, ostensibly, a democracy, although more of a one-party autocracy, as some would say. But at this point in time, they have yet, after three weeks, been unable to suppress a country with one-third their population possibly less than half of their uh, natural wealth and one-third the size in terms of military strength. Although Ukraine does have a sizable advantage in that they know exactly tactics of the Russian military because most of their military, especially their senior leaders and commanders, once were a part of Russia's military. So they know exactly 
what the Russians are thinking or planning to do. In many ways, they're practically cousins. But as Zelensky said, please close the skies. The answer is probably going to be the negative. President Biden has repeatedly said, oh, it's hard to say Biden, you know, President Biden. President Biden has uh, repeatedly said that it is very unlikely the United States would lead a no-fly zone. But that could change. Hey, Joe's kind of weird. Depends on which crack pipe he's working on this week. And, uh, you know, what exactly Hunter tells him to do. The strange thing for Biden, though, is, of course, he's not without scandal when it comes to Ukraine. His brothers, several members of Congress, including Nancy Pelosi's son, John Pelosi Jr., and, uh, I'm sorry, Paul Pelosi Jr., and Hunter Biden have all had links to working for Ukrainian companies as consultants. There is a lot of issues of corruption with Ukraine. And there's now issues also of American medical research that's going on within the country, which the Russians claim is part of the reason they invaded. Issues that during the pandemic are very, very strongly voiced and heard. So far, it depends what America's leadership will show around the world, especially for people like me, who are Filipino-American. This issue is being closely watched, as the Philippines is a major non-NATO ally of the United States and has a mutual defense treaty. Taiwan, to the north of us in the Philippines, is a major former U.S. ally, but is protected technically by law by the United States. And China is always moving and rumbling that they will take their island back of Taiwan, even though they never actually owned Taiwan. It was Formosa, first under the Portuguese. Prior to that, it was uh, part of Japan. And then, of course, the nationalist Chinese came in and post-World War II and took it over. But that's another story entirely. So that is Zelensky. That is his speech. Will the skies be closed? Will the United States take action? Let's tune in next time here on Mike of New York to find out. That's the Mike of New York podcast. Or when we return. Thank you very much. Madam Speaker, members of the Congress, ladies and gentlemen, Americans, friends, I'm proud to greet you from Ukraine, from our capital city of Kiev, a city that is under missile and airstrikes from Russian troops every day, but it doesn't give up. And we have not even thought about it for a second, just like many other cities and communities in our beautiful country, which found themselves in the worst war since World War II. I have the honor to greet you on behalf of the Ukrainian people, brave and freedom-loving people who for eight years have been resisting the Russian aggression. Those who give their best sons and daughters to stop this full-scale Russian invasion. Right now, the destiny of our country is being decided. The destiny of our people, whether Ukrainians will be free, whether they will be able to preserve their democracy. Russia has attacked not just us, not just our land, not just our cities. It went on a brutal offensive against our values. 
basic human values. It threw tanks and planes against our freedom, against our right to live freely in our own country, choosing our own future, against our desire for happiness, against our national dreams, just like the same dreams you have, you Americans, just like anyone else in the United States. I remember your national memorial in Rushmore, the faces of your prominent presidents, those who laid the foundation of the United States of America as it is today, democracy, independence, freedom, and care for everyone, for every person, for everyone who works diligently, who lives honestly, who respects the law. We in Ukraine want the same for our people. All that is normal part of your own life. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, Americans, in your great history, you have pages that would allow you to understand Ukrainians, understand us now, when you need it right now, when we need you right now. Remember Pearl Harbor, terrible morning of December 7, 1941, when your sky was black from the planes attacking you. Just remember it. Remember September the 11th. A terrible day in 20, 2001 when evil tried to turn your cities, independent territories, in battlefields, when innocent people were attacked, attacked from air. Yes, just like no one else expected it. You could not stop it. Our country experience the same every day right now at this moment every night for three weeks now various ukrainian cities odessa and kharkiv chernihiv and sumy zhitomir and lviv mariupol and dnipro russia has turned the ukrainian sky into a source of death for thousands of people russian troops have already fired nearly 1,000 missiles at Ukraine, countless bombs. They use drones to kill us with precision. This is a terror that Europe has not seen, has not seen for 80 years, and we are asking for a reply, for an answer uh, to this uh, terror from the whole world. Is this a lot to ask for, to create a no-fly zone, zone over Ukraine to save people? Is this too much to ask? Humanitarian no-fly zone, something that, Ukraine, uh, that Russia would not be able to terrorize our free cities. If this is too much to ask, we offer an alternative. You know what kind of defense systems we need, S-300 and other similar systems. You know how much depends on the battlefield, on the ability to use aircraft, powerful, strong air uh, aviation to protect our people, our freedom, our land, aircraft that can help Ukraine, help Europe. And you know that they exist and you have them but they are on earth not in ukraine in the ukrainian sky they do not defend our people i have a dream 
These words are known to each of you today. I can say, I have a need. I need to protect uh, our sky. I need your decision, your help, which means exactly the same, the same you feel when you hear the words, I have a dream. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, Ukraine is grateful to the United States for its overwhelming support for everything that your government and your people have done for us, for weapons and ammunition, for training, for finances, for leadership in the free world, which helps us to pressure the aggressor economically. I'm grateful to President Biden for his personal involvement, for his sincere commitment to the defense of Ukraine and democracy all over the world. I am grateful to you for the resolution which recognizes all those who commit crimes against Ukraine, against the Ukrainian people as war criminals. However, now, it is true, in the darkest time for our country, for the whole Europe, I call on you to do more. New packages of sanctions are needed constantly, every week, until the Russian military machine stops. Restrictions are needed for everyone on whom this unjust regime is based. We propose that the United States sanctions all politicians in the Russian Federation who remain in their offices and do not uh, 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 cut ties with those who are responsible for the aggression against Ukraine. From uh, State Duma's members to the last official who has lack of morale to break the state terror. All Americans company must leave Russia from their market, leave their market immediately because it is flooded with our blood. Ladies and gentlemen, members of Congress, please take the lead. If you have companies in your districts who um, finance the Russian military machine leaving business in Russia, you should put pressure. I'm asking to make sure that the Russians do not receive a single penny that they use to destroy people in Ukraine. The destruction of our country, the destruction of Europe. All American ports should be closed for uh, Russian goods. We are Peace is more important than income, and we have to defend this principle in the whole world. We already became part of the anti-war coalition, a big anti-war coalition that unites many countries, dozens of countries, those who reacted to, in principle, to President Putin's decision to invade our country. But we need to move on and do more. We need to create new tools to respond quickly and stop the war, the full-scale Russian invasion of Ukraine, which began on February 24th. And it would be fair if it ended in a day, in 24 hours, that evil would be punished immediately. Today, the world does not have such tools the war of the past have prompted our predecessors to create institutions that should protect us from war. But they unfortunately don't work. We see it, you see it. So we need new ones, new institutions, new alliances, and we offer them. We propose to create an association, you 
24, United for Peace, a union of responsible countries that have the strength and cons consciousness to stop conflicts immediately, provide all the necessary assistance in 24 hours, if necessary, even weapons, if necessary, sanctions, humanitarian support, political support, finances, everything you need to keep the peace and quickly save the world, to save lives. In addition, such association, such union could provide assistance to those who are experiencing natural disasters, man-made disasters, who fell victims to humanitarian crisis or epidemics. Remember how difficult it was for the world to do the simplest thing, just to give vaccines, vaccines against COVID to save lives, to prevent new strains. The world spent months, years doing things like that much faster to make sure there are no human losses, no victims. Ladies and gentlemen, Americans, if such alliance would exist today, that is U24, we would be able to save thousands of lives in our country. In many countries of the world, those who need peace, those who suffer inhumane destruction. I ask you to watch one video, video of what the Russian troops did in our country, in our land. We have to stop it. We must prevent it, preventively destroy every single aggressor who seeks to subjugate other nations. Please watch the video.
and in the end to sum it up today today it's not enough to be the leader of the nation today it takes to be the leader of the world being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace peace in your country doesn't depend anymore only on you and your people it depends on those next to you on those who are strong strong doesn't mean weak strong is brave and ready to fight for the life of his citizens and citizens of the world for human rights for freedom for the right to live decently and to die when your time comes and not when it's wanted by someone else by your neighbor today the ukrainian people are defending not only ukraine we are fighting for the values of europe and the world sacrificing our lives in the name of the future that's why today the american people are helping not just ukraine but europe and the world to keep the planet alive to keep justice in history now i'm almost 45 years old today my age stopped when the hearts of more than 100 children stopped beating i see no sense in life if it cannot stop the death and this is my main mission as the leader of my people great ukraine and as the leader of my nation i am addressing the president biden you are the leader of the nation of your great nation i wish you to be the leader of the world being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace thank you slava ukraine glory to ukraine As you heard the applause of the members of the United States Congress, that of course was the reception. Mr. Zelensky's speech came forward. He called on President Biden and Americans, American leaders, to be indeed leaders of the free world, to come up and stand up and close the sky over Ukraine, to take the gutsy, risky move of possibly earning the ire of major power in the world, Russia. Russia is no longer a superpower. Its subjugation of Ukraine, or attempted subjugation, has proven itself to be less than what it once was during past uprisings when the Soviet Union still existed, and Eastern European countries, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, Poland, and others, uh, rose up against their Soviet overrulers. It was usually a week or two before the Soviets were able to suppress whatever uprising there was. But there was, of course, a huge difference at that time. First of all, it was a totalitarian communist system. Russia is essentially 
ostensibly than democracy, although more of a one-party autocracy, as some would say. But at this point in time, they have yet, after three weeks, been unable to suppress a country with one-third their population, <laughs> possibly less than half of their uh, natural wealth, and one-third the size in terms of military strength. Although Ukraine does have a sizable advantage in that they know exactly tactics of the Russian military because most of their military, especially their senior leaders and commanders, once were a part of Russia's military. So they know exactly what the Russians are thinking or planning to do. In many ways, they're practically cousins. But as Zelensky said, please close the skies. The answer is probably going to be the negative. President Biden has repeatedly said, oh, it's hard to say Biden, you know, President Biden. President Biden has uh, repeatedly said that it is very unlikely the United States would lead a no-fly zone. But that could change. Hey, Joe's kind of weird. Depends on which crack pipe he's working on this week. And, uh, you know, what exactly Hunter tells him to do. The strange thing for Biden, though, is, of course, he's not without scandal when it comes to Ukraine. His brothers, several members of Congress, including Nancy Pelosi's son, John Pelosi Jr., and, uh, I'm sorry, Paul Pelosi Jr., and Hunter Biden have all had links to working for Ukrainian companies as consultants. There is a lot of issues of corruption with Ukraine. And there's now issues also of American medical research that's going on within the country, which the Russians claim is part of the reason they invaded. Issues that during the pandemic are very, very strongly voiced and heard. So far, it depends what America's leadership will show around the world, especially for people like me, who are Filipino-American. This issue is being closely watched, as the Philippines is a major non-NATO ally of the United States and has a mutual defense treaty. Taiwan to the north of us in the Philippines is a major former U.S. ally, but is protected technically by law by the United States. And China is always moving and rumbling that they will take their island back of Taiwan, even though they never actually owned Taiwan. It was Formosa, first under the Portuguese. Prior to that, it was uh, part of Japan. And then, of course, the nationalist Chinese came in and post-World War II and took it over. But that's another story entirely. So that is Zelensky. That is his speech. Will the skies be closed? Will the United States take action? Let's tune in next time here on Mike of New York to find out. That's the Mike of New York podcast. More when we return.